Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Back on the Boss Man Show, a special guest for you, out of Ohio, Coco Vaughn, plus size model, doing things up there in Ohio, fashion brand ambassador here with me on the Boss Man Show as we celebrate women here on the Boss Man Show once more. Morning, Coco. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Uh, coming off a win with the Hawks, the last night with the Nets. So I'm good this morning. Uh, got <laughs> Toronto. On Tuesday, which that's a trip, <laughs> but, but yeah. we'll deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> right, cross that bridge when y'all get there. No doubt. Let me just Coco um for you. When did you want to get into beauty, fashion, and modeling? What was like your trigger to want to get in, get into this industry? Um. When I started to see fashion really changing, so this was like maybe 2016, 17, where there was starting to be more inclusive online shopping, more so than like going to the mall. I could go to the mall up here, you know, we go to Macy's and all that fun stuff. And yeah, they had their sections, but there was nothing, you know, on trend or stylish for a plus size body. Uh, so this is when Fashion Nova was like really starting to like come out. And I saw that they were really trying to include a lot of clothing for the plus size body. Um, and there was a lot of boutiques that were starting to pop up and also start being size inclusive, but not just, not that they haven't been, but a little bit more on trend of what somebody at my age would wear you know I'm not always I'm a nurse so when I'm not in them ugly blue scrubs the last thing I want to do is be in something that you know I have to wear to a meeting or go to church in but always say like if I could wear it to church you know it's a good one but I like to be sexy too and have fun and express myself through style so it started about 2017 18 around then when I really really started getting in like taking it to the max. One of my early hustles was working at Macy's. And I had to tell the black women, um, these clothes don't pay for your body. <laughs> you have to buy a That's size two up just to fit where you were naturally given to you in, in these 
I'm like, exactly. these was made for just this, this beyond white by white white women who don't have bot shapes or curves. Let's be real, you know. And working at Macy's taught me a lot about how the fashion game was behind. That was back early 2000s that I worked at Macy's. So I saw it at the probably the peak of it being the worst you had to buy size up just to, you know, fit your body into some, you know, Calvin Klein or whatever, right. Tommy Hill figure or whatever, whatever the gene and style was back then, which I can't remember because it's been almost 20 some years. But <laughs> I remember the struggles having to tell black women like, they don't have clothes to fit you because of what you have. Now, I mean, I don't expect by that. It's just being real. You, you, your body shape can't fit in these just jeans made for a cardboard just up and down. You, you know? <laughs> very true. Very true. So, very true. I, so I feel your pain in that regard. So now for you plus size women, when do when you feel like they started including you all on more runways and more shoots and and more of clothing. Well, I see like now, if in Atlanta here, I see a lot of plus size boutiques just for plus size women. That never yeah. happened prior to maybe I don't know, that's six years ago maybe I don't know, but I think it's good because you all should not have to wear the worst clothes. Or I remember right. that you all sometimes my plus size had to go shop at the maternity store. Which what? I've just done that before though. I've done that. I've done that. Like shirts that you wanted like spaghetti straps but you needed a little more space in your mid set i've done that absolutely leggings um when because you know the like you were saying the the trend of the jeans and the pants started to get smaller but the sizes weren't getting bigger and so to make it work we would definitely go i would i can't speak for everybody but i would go um especially the target's maternity section they had got on trend real fast um as far as leggings and and leggings that were thicker, because I don't like the thin ones where you bend over, you know, everybody can see everything. So mm -hmm. if you want a good quality, I would absolutely go to the maternity section. I did. And I in Atlanta, I said, I said, ladies, leggings are not uh, leggings that like you are not not un they're underwear. They're not like everyday clothing, like you see, like. See things I shouldn't be seeing <laughs> in the Walmart at the mall. <laughs> you know, show to desire. On Atlanta, definitely. You know, I go down there. My best friend lives down there. I've done a couple of shows down there. So, if anybody's on trend in the city, of course, Atlanta is the fastest growing everything. So, I'm not surprised by how many just plus size boutiques they have in. So many fashion shows are being created down there. So I'm excited for all that. I love, I love it, Atlanta. Yeah, I see. I'm gonna tell you something. See, I'm old Atlanta. I don't like it too much because <laughs> I, I see the the trends. Like we have, we we have a we have a divide here versus old Atlanta versus new Atlanta. And I'm like, mm, some of y'all new cats don't know how the, how the city was. Y'all don't know. Y'all just here. <laughs> Facts. Very true. <laughs> That's because they build you a new condo building in, in, in Bankhead. Don't think it's not still Bankhead. Because <laughs> uh, if I remember it based on the music, then yeah, then yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they're trying to make Bankhead look, look, look like Buckhead. Mm. Like, real tall, like Midtown Atlanta. 
it's looking like everywhere I look, it's a new high-rise condo, townhouse, and I'm like, it's getting closer to where I grew up at by the stadium. I'm like, man, you know? <laughs> and I knew when that stadium came that it was going to change some things over there. But mm-hmm. you can't get rid of Clark, Atlanta, still in the Morehouse. So it may survive based on them schools been over there too. So just, but it's getting closer down to where I grew up at. I'm like, okay. <laughs> now that goes. Just like usually when they do it, they're doing it the same way. You know, they're trying to gentrify the communities. Yeah. That's what that day. means. Make it whiter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, I'm serious. I'm seeing no, no fist to my non less blunted people. When I'm seeing you run your dog and your um cats and you're walking your kids up Bankhead Parkway, Bankhead Highway, like it's okay. I'm like, this ain't the old Atlanta. Back in the day, y'all wouldn't be caught nowhere on Bankhead Park, Bankhead Highway. Yeah, and, and they gave it a new name, Hollowell Parkway. Oh, that's, Hollowell Parkway. That's a new name for Bankhead, Bankhead Highway. Oh, see, but, sounds real whitish. Yeah, I was saying if you, if, <laughs> if you if you if a people come to Atlanta, if you live on a civil rights leader's street, that used to be the hood, and some elements of the hood is still there. <laughs> So don't get too comfortable with your strollers and, and your dogs on the leash. <laughs> there are a few people yeah. who, who may. <laughs> That's how it is right up here. You know, put some nice little condos on 79th and Chester. Okay. That's what, that's our uh, more area of our black community. But yeah, they, it's closer to the hospital. So we have big hospitals here. So yeah, and so that's why they try, they're trying to change our inner city to match these hospitals. And yeah, the I was there for the All-Star game. It was very cold. Yes. Yes, I it was. was. very uncomfortable by the cold. <laughs> There's no cold like Cleveland cold. And I, it, was I, just, it was just 60 degrees on Wednesday. I My whole car is covered in snow today. Wow. So our weather right now is up. It could be a blizzard. A few years ago was a blizzard on uh, Easter, and it was like 15 feet of snow. After we had a beautiful week of all 70s, and then Easter Sunday, nobody could go to church. Everybody was in the house. It was a mess. Thank God it is not snowing around like that, because I know right (laughs) now it's in the 60s right now, 60 degrees right now, the sun's out. Listen, I came down there because I normally go down there for my birthday, which is in January. So maybe three years ago, y'all had the first little dusting of snow, just a dusting of snow, not ice. And they wanted to shut the whole city down. I said, I know I did not fly all the way down here for not even an inch. It was like just if I was. We don't really have salt here. You didn't need it. It wasn't ice. It was just. <laughs> I remember that snowstorm was 13 or 14, whoever it was. We had a big snowstorm where people, I, I didn't come out of the house for like a week to that Saturday. I didn't come out of the house that Saturday and I was still scared. Like, some still some ice out here. What's going on? <laughs> like, I can't drive in this stuff. Right. I can't well, I I have to drive okay, fast so and clear. So. I'm like, this is a dusting. Like, it was just like, you know, sprinkling some powder. I'm like, oh my gosh. 
but we still have fun. We made it work. You know, it's always something to do down there. I know, no doubt. That's why I love Atlanta. It's always something to do. That's why I couldn't live. When I had to work in Memphis and work in Charlotte, like, man, I'm missing home. I had to work covering the Grizzlies and the Hornets. I'm like, get me back to Atlanta for the offseason. I don't, I don't want to be here. Cause they just opened a, um, I don't know exactly when it opened, but we have a fin and feathers here. Okay. And in Atlanta, you know, it was fun. We went down there, you know, you get a two hour limit, whatever the case may be, but it's like something to do right after here. But it's a lot of businesses from the South trying to open here in Cleveland, but they don't understand like Cleveland's energy. You can't put like two hour limits on us for brunch and be like, all right, like there's nothing for us to do next. So you can't like, I was trying to explain that to um, the server. I was like, we only have two hours. I said, there's barely any of y'all in here. We didn't even get our food to the end of the two hour mark. So how is this going to work? They're like, she's like, I don't know. It's about money. I'm like, but there's nothing to do in Cleveland to keep our party going. because we We're celebrating a birthday. And I was just like, but that's the mindset of, the Atlanta businessman, it doesn't work the same in all the cities. Like, we don't have that type of energy. Like, I could go, we went from Fin and Feathers right across the street to Roscoe's. Like, it was, then we went down the street somewhere else. We, we had something to do in those every two-hour increments. So, I'm like, oh, we'll see how this works. Yes, yes. And that's the big bad of travel to doing the NBA, like, Certain cities like Utah doesn't do Utah at nine o'clock. OKC, Cleveland, I'm in the hotel room in Cleveland. Uh, Chicago, I go out of Chicago, but I'm, I'm do that very, very, yeah. very carefully. <laughs> very. Indiana, very. the same thing. Like certain towns, like Miami, doesn't do in Miami. Like, like you know, like but certain cities is like man, look, because I'm spoiled being being in Atlanta. I'm spoiled. Yeah. So you know, isn't the I, next All Star Game in Salt Lake City? Yes, it probably get um or I think or Indiana maybe I don't it could be Indiana or Salt Lake I don't know which one it is but uh, I'm not going there. Yeah, I'm, I feel like Salt Lake is not you know they're very Mormon they don't like a yes, lot of it's nothing to do. They, they That's don't nine o'clock. No, it's like you in your hotel room. And I don't want And you thought it was it's cold there too. Except you it, can go skiing since <laughs> yeah, I'm out and they have a mimosa. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, I don't like to go into Utah. Their fans are very racist. Very. They they say things they shouldn't say out loud. I might look. If I didn't have one of little credential, I'll come inside and say, I'll come up here and Will Smith your ass. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I wish I now I have that in my arsenal. I can say this to, to, to if, I, if you if you say that word again, McClane whistle with your ass. That's what I'm gonna say yes. to him. <laughs> Those is rich people problems, child. Yes, indeed. I don't even. I saw Negroes on Instagrams with crying like you don't know, you don't know them. Nothing to do with me or you at all. You See, know I what just... I don't like about it, and yeah. probably the only thing I say about that is. I don't even care what happened because it's that's at the end of the day, they still gonna be millionaires. Nobody Rich. cares. But I don't like the other celebrities going on talk shows, talking about it, saying, you know, how traumatized they are, how upset they are, 
when really the only people that need to be traumatized or worried about anything is the Williams family themselves. Those are the only people affected. The story is based on their lives. Is how their tarnished life is tarnished. It has nothing to do with y'all. It makes me, I'm like, these celebrities are so selfish. People in general are so selfish, but they are so selfish. They take this one moment and try to make it about them. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the Williams family. That's who you should be concerned about. Not, oh my God, I'm so traumatized. Shut up, all of you. Like people, that's what I'll tell them. You starstruck. No. Don't do me a celebrity. They, they, they're known more than more money than I do. Other than that, they, do, they, they just make me and you. And I treat them as such. Oh, you're on Dominique Wilkins all the time. Yep. Just, I just call him Neek. Yeah, right yeah. around Vince Carter. Yep. I call him BC. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember when I met Vince Carter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you, like last night, Kevin Durant. What up, KD? Get fist pound. You know, bro hood. Boom. Kyrie Irving. Fist pound. That's, I don't look at this. Like they rip. All they do is mean Kevin Durant. He's rich and known, and I'm not as known as he is. And I ain't got as much money as he do. Period. But, but to the police, they catch him. Like, Who are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, he, he's just a Negro at this point. So that's why I don't get caught up in it because I don't care. Yeah. I don't have any problems yet. I, I don't want to have any problems. But you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't worry about celebrities. I don't care. I'm not right. starstruck. I don't, I'm not traumatized or hurt or crying because another grown man, another grown man, I don't even know. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You're in Cleveland and you popped up with Le LeBron James. We'll get back to you shortly. I'm going those out here. LeBron James does not acknowledge the fans, but all people love him. Oh, LeBron, he don't acknowledge y'all. LeBron does, does not take pictures with fans. LeBron does not deal with the fans, but people will fight over him and say he's just, I said, <laughs> I've watched this man for 13 years in the NBA working. He don't acknowledge the fans. I'm sorry he doesn't. It's, it's, a, it's a fake wave. They'll fight over him. It's like a friendly wave to everybody like. Yes. LeBron, I don't ne never just, we've seen on, on Instagram or anywhere, picture, picture with LeBron and a fan. Think about that. It never happens. I mean, no, but he's very nice, though. Very nice, very nice. To those who are as flunky as he is, <laughs> no, he's very nice. You know, you know, I can't spit. That's my hometown. I don't got nothing bad to I'm say. I'm just telling you, from being in the league, I know, I know. That's my like, dog. I don't even know him, but that's my dog. I can't. I can't. Yeah, but I'm just saying, a lot of fans fight over. So he don't like if you watch him pregame. He does not know. He just does his thing and goes to the locker room. He does not. Sign autographs. He's in his own. He's in his own. But I could say, no, I'm not on LeBron James level, but even getting ready for like fashion shows and stuff, I do not interact with nobody. Nobody. I don't, I'm not chit-chatting. I go sit in the corner. It's game time. I came here to do my job. And I come here to be buddy-buddy with y'all. Maybe I'll see you afterwards. Maybe I won't. But you know, last night Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving had autographs before they went back in the locker room. I'm like, for like, it's like certain players do. Like, even on our team, Trey Young, he does not do that. He just runs. He just does the wave. Like, hey, just, okay. The little, but so I'm like, so some of you guys are fans for some of them, but not. But you know, but, I just, okay. So what's the flip side to that? 
So let's say now he does and he's saying hello and he's signing autographs and stuff, but there's going to always be backlash. Well, he ain't signed mine. Oh, he didn't do this. Oh, he ain't speak to me. Like, it's just, I don't think he would win there. Like, I think it would just be too much. Still too much. Oh, he didn't take a picture with my son. He was so rude. He just walked past. So I'd rather not do nothing than have to pick and choose and hurt another little kid's feelings. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want, it's like, yeah, cause I know some of them be like, like it's funny. Some of them, like it's funny, cause in Atlanta you can come down, you can come down to the railing and they'll be gay. Some areas are different, but in Atlanta you can come down to the railing and you, you can get pretty much see them, gotcha. and get their attention in that corner of in each corner. And so, gotcha. but some choose to run out, some choose to sign like everything. They stay out there for minutes, cause. They have, they have to be back in the locker room by, by 35 minutes on the clock. Yeah. So they have to be out back in the locker room by 35 minutes. So they got time to just, some of them just be outside in a way. But yeah, it's all good. You know, I think it's funny, though. I've seen how, how different, different guys approach it. It's really funny. But, yeah. you know, it's like, like Garland, on the cast, Garland, he signs for like 20 minutes after he has to warm up. So, but I've known him for years. I actually know his family. Oh, Joe. Yeah, I know his family. Yeah, so Garland's cool. And Bakersdale, cool. the coach, I know him when I was in Memphis. So I'm JB, I know him for years. <laughs> See? You know, I know the coach on the staff for years. So when the cast come to town with JB, it's people I know. It's like, I know these people. Like, and Tyloo cool is, Tyloo is a cool dude. He don't talk much. He cool in a mug. He don't talk but He cool. Now, for you, let's talk about coaching. You coach people to, you know, fashion and styling. Now, I don't know. How do you find their right style for them? Or do you let them kind of give you their, their, their vision? Or do you kind of craft it for them about their style and how they go on about the runaway? And how about they, how, how, how they go about gigs they take? How's that all work? So it just depends on the person's personality. Absolutely. I deal with strong personalities. I want to be on every detail. And I deal with people who are a little more like, whatever you want, I'm going to do it. So I just, for every client, I do a questionnaire when it comes to fashion. And I ask them exactly their comfort levels, what they like, what they don't like, solids, prints, you know, shorts or skirts, pants, you know, where are you headed? What type of event we're going to? Um, so those, all of those play key factors. Um, just recently, I was styling my one of my best friends for her birthday, and she was more like, whatever you want. She gave me an idea. She's like, I want a pop of color. And so, but for mostly, she wanted to wear something black, which is odd, because on your birthday, you don't want to wear all black unless, you know, it's a sexy little black dress. So it was the pop of color that was really going to take that look somewhere. Um, some women or styling for photo shoots, but then that's a whole different type of questionnaire. You know, what type of photo shoot? Is it your birthday? Are you trying to do something sexy? Is it for your man? Like, you know, we get into all those type of um, key points, but for the most part, I kind of take in their body shape, um, how comfortable they are in front of the camera, how comfortable they are just looking at their own Instagram page, what they wear, if I see them in person, what you wear, every day and I really try to get people to step out of their comfort zone so I don't want to put you in something that you're going to wear to work tomorrow like I want you to feel special in this look um, when it comes to runway coaching most of it is really just helping with the confidence level and 
being in front of a lot of people like that really makes people nervous. But all the coaching is just based on building from the inside out. And then we just go from there. And I love your thing. You says hashtag love yourself because Coco, I will tell you, I've spent so many years trying to encourage women to love themselves. And uh, I'm going to share a story that's not good to share, but I'm going to say it. I had a friend who did not love herself. She went to get that VSG sleeve surgery and died. (gasps) Oh, no. Because she didn't love herself. I told her for years, man, look. Dudes like women your size and like your shape. You don't look like you weigh what you weigh. But you, you, she could never get past that. Yeah. She went to go get the BSG and died from complications from the surgery. Mm. Because she, she didn't have to do this. She yeah. was a shorter, like, shorter chick, BBW, but you would never know she weighed what she weighed. Cute face, cute ambiance, big smile. Went and got BSG and died from complications from it. And didn't happen like in the like surgery area or like afterwards. Afterwards. Oh. Five days afterwards, she passed away from complications from VSG surgery. I'm so sorry. And it's like I talked to her for years about this. You know what I'm saying? So I said, let's love yourself. I'm like, I I've been saying that to my plus size friends for years. Dudes like you where you are. And if you don't want a pencil, you know? Very true. And Very true. To, to know that we have to go do VSGs, BBLs, or I, I know here in Atlanta, out by the airport, they in, inject you with semen in your booty by the airport at Motel 6 and stuff, Super 8 Motel. Why, why would you go to a motel to get injected some out of a... Right. A one gallon purity purity jug. <laughs> so I mean, a lot of women, you know, how they define their beauty is how they define their beauty. It doesn't matter how much I can say love yourself. It's truly the inside out. I can't tell someone, okay, if you want to get this BBL, if that's going to make you feel better in your mind, great. But I also know women who have gotten this and still feel like, oh my gosh, this isn't right. I look so ugly. You know, they have complications from it on the other end where, you know, their stomach looks weird. It looks like- Yes, I've seen that happen. Like, yes, I've been with a lady who had the surgery, the VSG, and our stomach looked kind of like, like, it was like, yuck. You know, like, and she would cover it up. And I said, I wouldn't say out of my mouth that yuck, but in my head, thinking yuck. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not really worth it. But you know, if you if you have the money, money, and you go to the right people to really do it on a and a safer level and give you what you want, if that's what you want to do, great. But you don't really have to. And like you said, if you're, I'm gonna take that back. Most women women don't care about what a man has to say about them. Women do everything for other women. If all these women are getting BBLs and getting the VSG. Nine times out of 10, it's because she has it. I'm going to do it. It's not about 
anything else. So you could tell some, tell us how beautiful we look all we want to. It's women get dressed and do things for the acknowledgement or, or on the flip side to be better than the other woman. And that's unfortunate. That's just how majority of women think. So if we all could learn to love ourselves this way, the way we look, great, fine. But if you got one that says, oh my God, girl, let me tell you about this, that, and the third, naturally the next woman is going to want to do this. It just, it gets embedded because it's constant, it's everywhere. It's not like I look on TV and I see in a music video back then when music videos, and when I was growing up, I never seen nobody look like me except for the actual female artists themselves, Kelly Price. You know what I'm saying? Jasmine Sullivan. It was the artist, but their lovers or the other women in the video, they also didn't look like them. They had the skinny best friend, the in-shape man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing to represent that. Fast forward. Now we have Lizzo and things like that where I could say, if anything, she's changing her diet and working out. I'm so glad that she didn't go through with the surgery because she's even talked about really doing it. So it's just, it depends on who you are and what you really have surrounding you. I have a good team. I have a great, you know, my friends are awesome. My husband is awesome. My team is awesome. Like, I don't have to worry about ever being like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. You know, naturally I need to lose weight because I need to lose weight on the healthy side, but I'm not doing it to be, you know, attractive. For the validation of others. That's what I call it. Yes. Because um, I've, I've been on that tip for years before it was a thing. Being by body, body positive, like, look, be you. I'm the ultimate do you person. Yeah. I'm the ultimate be who you are. Like, you know, like, I encourage my friend who did this who passed. I said, if you want to lose weight, I'll go to the track with you. I will go, I will block off time out of my schedule, which is very busy, to support you. Yeah. Because I know that can happen, what happened to her. Yeah. I know it too well from dudes who, who I hang around in the NBA who told me this, who they paid for girls to get surgery and they backfired. And I know that from them. You know, and I'm like, no, no, this ain't going to work. Yeah. And sometimes with the VSVSG, yeah, for a while you lose weight, but if you get off your path, you can blow back up. That was for nothing. Yeah quick too it's a fast inflation like quick. and and you know I, I mean no harm to vsg instagram and tiktok but y'all killing people i'm serious you killed my friend you know yeah. <laughs> that's how i see it because yeah. you killed a friend of mine that shouldn't be dead because of this it's to me it's an easy way out it is it is. It's, it can it's, it's an easy way out because I, I I know a guy who works with NBA who told me, he said, JR, I can't lose weight. So I did it. Mm. How about lay off the Chick-fil-A we have in, in, the media, in the media room, my man? How about not eat four? How about, how about not drink four sprites a night? That too. If there I are ways to. Off the mimosas, I could be great too. You know, you know I could so, my battles, child. So. You know, I chose intermittent fasting. I eat one meal a day, but water the rest of the day just to maintain. Because in the media field, we get free food. It's buffet style. Mm. They have discipline. Okay. Yeah. I eat once a day. 
because of that. On game days, I eat at, in the evening. On nine, I, game days, I eat at the noon, noon to one hour. Gotcha. Because I don't want to blow up by, it's just there for you to eat. Just keep on going back for more. At last night, we had sliders and sweet potato fries. Some, mm -hmm. I didn't want the sweet potato fries. I didn't want them. But I got four sliders, and that was it for me. But I saw people go out there getting most sliders and because it, it, it's there. Until the fourth quarter, you got all you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do that, because a lot of people in my business are, are bigger people because they eat all and they, they sit they sedentary, they sit down. You're right, right. So they sitting down eating. So there's nothing, there's no there's there's nothing, you know, working. It's just there. It just kind of adds on. I'm like, so yeah. So, I probably try to make sure I don't follow that pattern as I hit into my 40s. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Very true. But, but I feel like we can, we don't have to always chase what somebody else is doing. That's my whole thing. Yeah. Like, like, find your path. Find your, and that's what I, listen, that is the only thing I try to encourage everybody to really do. A lot of, um, and, my one of my favorite sayings is, you know, we're all here, we're all running the race, we're all running a marathon. But the finish line, it doesn't stop just because the first person went through. 100%. The second person went through. The third, that marathon, that race doesn't stop until you, the last person, can get through. But guess what? You still got to keep going. You still got to keep gearing up for whatever your next challenge and whatever your next marathon in life is going to bring you. So yeah, don't worry me, about it. That's about time. My journey cannot be your journey. You're not me and I'm not you. So that's nothing. People try to mimic others' journey. Yeah. We're all talented at something different. I got started in radio. There was no Facebook. Well, it was Facebook. It wasn't a TikTok or Instagram or Twitter came in the back end of my, me starting out there. So like, I would start off with, with, with the truckers and the deers, the, the graveyard, two in the morning, getting getting better at my craft, trying stuff out with the in the midst of darkness. Nobody's listening to my butt back then. So thankfully, he got me some with those. He got to start somewhere. Those four years of two to six a.m. in the morning. Oh, that was not fun. Having to wake <laughs> up at eleven o'clock, studio by midnight, and prepare for the show because I'm on four hours, right? So like, whoa. yeah. So, but find your way, like you know, find your path. Everybody's journey's not the same. Like that's why I tell people relationships as well. Like, look, what we do over here, like what you can do over there. There's gonna be some differences here with different people. But I feel like a uh, Coco sometimes is too much trying to mimic a successful model, but that's not the model for you. Exactly. There might be some good things in that model, but you have to still mold yeah. your own model. And that's what um, also helped influence my journey. Like I had to go on my social media and restructure who I was following because you follow all of these, you know, models that don't look like you. So when they put on this outfit, yes, it looks great. When I bought the outfit, I was like, what is this? This is not working. So I had to really go on there and start filtering out and seeking out women who look somewhat like me you might not look exactly like me but something like that and give me some type of style vibe give me something that I can 
really recreate or make my own, however the case may be. So I do commend a lot of the brands that now, a lot of the brands have the models, plus size models, industry standard plus size models. So they're a little bit taller, flatter stomachs, wider hips. They don't look like me, but the clothes are bigger. So this, the design of the clothes and the style of the clothes change slightly. So I know that, okay, I read the, um, I would recommend you read the actual description of what the clothes are made of, because that will tell you a lot about how good it stretch. If it's got three or more fabrics, buy it because that's good stretch. <laughs> you want to get stuff like that. You want to get things that, you know, you feel good. And I can't say you might not, they may not be for your body, but if it makes you feel good, I give it to you. But I dress on what I like and then what looks good on me. And I stay in that lane. I don't 100%. try to do it all. 100%. So. And you, you also model for He Loves Curse Boutique in Cleveland there. That, tell me about that boutique. And can plus size women in Atlanta shop there? Is that possible for them? Absolutely. So he loves curseboutique.com um, is all inclusive. So she has extra small to 6X. So depending on what you're looking for, she also does personalized styling. Um, she's been open for seven years and she has seen it all, been through it all. She travels to Miami, LA. She goes wherever she needs to to find something different that's not in all the other boutiques here in the city or, you know, she's trying to get in before they get out anywhere. So I love her brand. I love her style. I like how she actually styles the plus size clothing on plus size women. And she truly can make you feel special in that moment. If you need something in particular, you need a certain color for your daughter's wedding and y'all went to the bridal shops and there's nothing, she can find that for you. And that's what I use when I style um, a lot of the women here. I go directly to her, like, I need this ordered. I need to get this. So that's my little secret. Don't tell nobody. No. Also, doubt. now I will say another tip for women um, the right undergarments will save you so much trouble in certain looks. You don't need a Spanx, you just need the right pair of panties on. We'll take you. To places you would have never thought you could go. A thong don't go with everything. I don't want to see you want to be smooth and secured. That's yes. one of the one thing I give to a lot of women. Can we change your underwear and your bra? I got you. Trust me. No so, doubt. And, and I, I, this is me being ignorant, so forgive me. What about the waist trainer? Waist trainers, those uh, you know, waist training sets that they order girdles. What about those? I I, I uh -huh. see I see a lot of them here at Hawks games. I do, and sometimes they, they 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 come up. Oh Lord! <laughs> Listen, and they I used to wear them all the time. This now I used to wear. I'm not kid you not. I used to wear two to three pairs of spanks at one time. I used to have back then. It's the full thing now. I don't know what they call it now, but back then it used to be called the body magic. And you'd have to step into it and it was a full snap girdle and it had to oh, be like... Oh, yes. I had up. to help my ex-girlfriend that. Yes. <laughs> I, I had to help pull her up yes, into it. Up. <laughs> I know that. I, I, I'm a pro with that body magic. I had to help her pull her up. Come on now. Jump up into it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but if I wanted to wear this one particular, like this is when the bandage dresses were coming out, you know, the dresses with all the big elastic bands around it. Now, if you wanted to pull that off as a big girl, you needed that contraption is what I call it. I couldn't tell you where it is now. I don't even think about them. I don't even wear things like that. But I've been there. So I know how women feel with them and what the look they're trying to achieve. I'm naturally curvy. So I can't, I know the look that they're going for. So I'm not going to knock them for that. But it does cause like a lot of long-term damage. And I don't think people really understand that because it's squeezing your organs together. And so it's, but they wear them every day for hours at a time. And that's hours, not what it's intended for. And uh, yeah. I'm a pro at girdles and snapping them on. I'm a pro at bras and girdles, unfortunately, okay? <laughs> I get it. Child. I'm a pro of these these body magic girls. I'm way no, for, You know, it's safer than surgery, though. So I'm okay. I would rather you put that on than go have surgery. But when you sure. had that, yeah, I know about it. Yeah, yeah, about it. They brought back flashbacks. Fire. Fire. Hey, she know who she is. That was 10 years ago, but I, I, and now, yeah. years ago, yes. Yes. 2011 and 12 and 13, I was that doing it every day we went somewhere. I have, she know who she is. She know I'm not lying. Every day. <laughs> they exist. They exist. But at least you was helpful. You wasn't, oh my gosh, what is all of this? I mean, it's life. It's life. I, I say, if it makes you feel happy and it keeps me out of trouble and I'm still getting what I need to get when we come back, I'm okay. <laughs> That part. Oh, I, I look, I pick my battles. <laughs> that part. I, I tell men at all time with women, pick your battles. Don't nitpick everything. Just find the doable things. You might not want to do it, but find the doable things to, to curry favor. That's not something. the problem. That's that's the least of your worries. Yes. Find, hey, certain battles you don't need to pick. That's I said. I told look. Hey, look, I don't want to do this, but hey. Now I'm a pro with it now. I know how to do every bra, girl, body. Every contraption, it works. I know how to do it. Thanks to I that. don't know how to do the one that it snaps today. Like the, the new ones, they just snap. But then they have where you wrap the band. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. Yes. I can't. Or the I saran can't. wrap now, too. I saw that. Now it's a, uh, not even that. It's kind of like an adhesive that would like a boob tape type thing, but it goes all the way around your waist now. I'm like, oh, you guys are just getting craftier craftier. When I would keep him nameless. My homeboy said it takes my girl three hours to get ready to do all, the, all her contraptions. That's his exact quote to me. Three hours. <laughs> I'm ready in 15 minutes, but I went through hours for her to get through her all day. I said, bro, I've been there in the olden days. Yes. I, I I had that problem some years ago. I ain't confirmed it since then, but I know all too well what you were talking about, brother. <laughs> I had a I had a brand send me something, and I I tried it on. It it looks great if that's the look you're going for. I know I have a lot of followers that wanted to see how it really looked on a true plus size body, so I put it on mostly for those women. But I ain't wore it since. I don't. It doesn't even. You know, 
Nobody really cares, honestly, what you look like if you walk in that room confident. Nobody is looking at nothing else. Oh, like, it's how you come into the room. It's not your body shape. Because I know some bad women that come in the room and I'd be like, ooh, her attitude is disgusting. Like, yes. it's just, you know, how they carry themselves or it's really, truly how you carry yourself. Make eye contact. If, if we're making eye contact with each other, you can't even see what the rest of my body look like. Command that attention. Control the room. You hold that power. No doubt. And you also brand ambassador for a brassy bra. He's yeah. got you travel. Tell me about that. The name brassy bra caught my attention. It's like a brassy bras. Let's get that right now. It's very brassy it and classy, is. you know. Do <laughs> commercial off of it. <laughs> Those are the adhesive bras. I love them. Those are my uh, favorite go-to when I don't want to have like bra straps around or up top. Those are my favorite if I need them. You know, I have two children, so my boobs don't, and I breastfed, they don't sit where they're supposed to. So the brassy ball just helps you bring them up, stay where they're supposed to stay. They're waterproof. Um, they're sweatproof. You can, I have gone to Puerto Rico. We've been in the ocean, in the pool. It lasts. It lasts. No There's doubt. No, so uh, I absolutely love them. They go up to... I don't know the exact, but double, triple G. Uh, I don't. I don't have those. Yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I've had. A, I don't know. if It was like G or F or something. I'm like, you know, like, yeah. I, like, I don't know. I said, look, whatever you tell me, I'm gonna go with it. I don't know anything about this stuff. You saw. I, I mean, I know, but I don't. I know, but I don't know. Like, I was like, I know for what I did. I wasn't measuring bust like that. I just know what you tell me. I, I can tell you whether it's going to fit on you or not. <laughs> that was my role. I don't look here. It's going to fit your ass or it can't. <laughs> Take it off. It's all that matters. So, I I enjoy I, I there, People would give me tips. Who would tip they Macy's uh, clothing <laughs> assistant? But I got tips for helping women with their clothes. I, look, I got tips. So thank you. I'm going to put it in my little pocket. Thank you it all. Seen it all. Yeah, like I've seen everybody type known the man, okay? And uh both be like, you look at my woman, I'm like, brother, your woman asked me to my opinion, brother. So I'm not looking at her to take her. You brother, you with her, brother, you're with her. Together, <laughs> you're here together. Like, my man, she here, and like she, you ain't right here, my man. You you can take her home with you tonight. I'm not. So <laughs> it would blow my mind. Ask get that that tight. I'm like, my man. If you knew she would ask your dumb ass. <laughs> that part. That part. Like, that you part. don't know how much I had it could talk with certain brothers who came and made with their women. I'm like, brother, I don't I obviously and I don't. work here, I'm doing my job. Because because your ass can't tell her what hey, look good now. She don't trust your stupid ass. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> Watch your mouth. I said, well, I'm not. Like, you need to sit over there and do what the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> Baby, calm your ass down. He's trying to help me. Like, so many times it happened. I'm like, why'd you bring his dumb ass? Because <laughs> he paying for it. Well, that part too. 
And <laughs> if, 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 if nah, look, this one might give me the, maybe a time is gone. If the fool made me, I'll make it be be a little bit more higher. <laughs> if the fool began, you, you know, yeah, yeah, I made uh, you add a little something to that charge, sucker. <laughs> That's your tax for being stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guess what I did to those dummies? Yeah, all, all you ATL insecure homeboys who came in there. <laughs> tight as a tight as a damn a mouse trail. Oh no, man, look at my <laughs> say please. Hey, yeah. <laughs> oh good. Now, you yes, also use a red carpet and red radio host. I mean, that's funny because I do that too. Like, I I do red carpets too. It's kind of fun. I like hosting yeah. events as well. Tell me, tell, I don't know about you. I never use like a, 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 a car. I just do it off my head. Do you do it? Do you have like, do you do it off your head? Do you kind of just prepare? I do it off my head because I. I would only need a card if I was hosting something so that uh, if it was like more fashion related, I know the designers like who are coming up next, who the models are, but for the red carpet, for the most part, we're just going off of who's walking up, what you have on, what, you know, it's all off the top of the dome. It's more so, you know, I just want everyone to really feel good about themselves. So it, it always starts with, you look amazing. Like, and they do, they don't, but they're like, oh my God. No, own it. You look good, girl. You know, but those are fun. Red carpet is fun. Um, we haven't had a lot of that, you know, with the COVID and all that stuff. So, kind of has been on pause for me. And even though it's geared back up, it just it hasn't really been a huge need. It kind of they've kind of been skipping that part of a lot of the events and just getting inside. So that's okay. But um, I used to uh, be on WOVU. 95.5 here in Cleveland, which is a Black-owned radio station. Um, but even with COVID, with that, we had so many different restrictions. A lot of the rules changed, so we kind of had to pull back from that. So now it was like only one day a week at this particular time. And so if we can make it, we go. But now it just our, all of our schedules is crazy. But I miss it. No and doubt. And you it. know what? Tell me about this. How to make you feel good. Nomination for Model of the Year in Ohio for last year. Tell me about yeah. that. In the that was OEA. fun. That was an experience. I've never been nominated for anything. Unfortunately, I didn't win. Um, Cleveland has some wonderful models. So uh, I can't remember who won, but she definitely deserved it. I've never been to a, a an award show in general, at least. You know, you watch them on TV. It was nothing how I thought it was going to be, but everything that I'm like, oh yeah, this was. It was a lot. It was a lot. I'll say but, from I'll say from being involved in these award shows, it's a popularity contest. Oh, for sure. And uh, I know because of how I am, I got shafted because I I said I don't give a damn about your little award. <laughs> I guess it didn't help me because I said I'm securing myself. I need a little validation, <laughs> but I'm just like I know what it was. Like the vote was rigged. The entertainment of right. the vote no, was rigged. I didn't the model, but the boutique I modeled for, they won. So we, no won. you know what I'm saying. So, but other than that, is it something that I would um, attend in the future? Probably not. 
But now I got to be real picky and choosy now that I've actually been there, um, how I would move going forward. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. some okay. people I know still, try, I mean, you ain't progressed. I, and what, I don't, I don't not, not progress because it's hard, even for me. Because I'm independently black owned. I know what it is, right? right. But at some point, you have to kind of, you know, be, keep building, keep doing the same thing over and over again, right? Like, yeah. I'm trying to reinvent myself. As I age into my hit to hit the 40, I can't do what I did at 20. I have to right. I have to now reinvent myself, find my lanes to stay relevant now. So some people I'm still seeing do the same thing I've known them do for the last 10 years. Like you gotta kind of it's that it's part of being a grow growth in your career. You have to reinvent and recreate yourself. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And you're wearing a your sweatshirt. Last yeah. top is A crew. Uh yeah. Tell me about that until people in Atlanta can check that out, find what you all are doing, what you all have planned going forward. Absolutely. Well, um, A Crew stands for Artists Creatively Recognizing Everyone's Worth. Um, we are a Black, if you need to like kind of get a sense of it, it's like wilding out, how they kind of go against each other in a sense, but we are more like poetry and R&B. Um, and we have uh, a rapper. So we kind of put the poetry against the music. We have a lot of productions where we kind of uh, infuse ourselves as one. Um, we want to come down to Atlanta and have a couple of shows there. And I think July is what we're looking for. Um, but we just finished with the pre-Super Bowl events um, for the p &E and uh, which is the Players Network events. So we did a production there for them, and we will be coming back for the future Super Bowl pre-events. So I'm excited about that. So we'll be in Arizona, then we'll go to uh, Louisiana. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Uh, we also will do the Football Hall of Fame induction in August as well. And we're going to Dubai in October. So we are like full, our year is slowly booking up. We have an event coming up before Mother's Day, but our website is a crew 216. Our Instagram is a crew 216. And then that I play, you know, I'm the model, I'm a stylist. I do the hosting and I'm an actress, a part of the group. Cause I can't sing, I can't rap and I can't remember enough words to give you poetry and make it all make sense either. <laughs> But I have little funny ad libs every now and again. Um, there's another model uh, that models with me, Lily. That's my sidekick. So we kind of always roll together. Um, she's like the villain. And then I'm like, oh, no, girl, we can't do this. You know, it's just real funny how we play against each other. But I love we have a singer, Davey, rapper, Wojay. They all have music out. Oh, even the poets have music out. Love Ties, um, Liberty. Microphone Diva, Val B. King, which is B.B. Uh, King's granddaughter. So she's a part of our group. It's like, we have Britain Grace. Like, everybody has music out on all the platforms. So if you go to Crew 216, you'll be able to see everything that we have going on. We have a coach. He's our motivational speaker. He just won a championship. Shout out to Coach. But I love it. We love working together and when we come down there, you're going to have to come check us out now. 
as long as not on game day. Well, the hog season will be over so so sooner than you think. <laughs> so, I, look, I work from September 29th until the Hawks last games. I'm free. Okay. I have a six-month job. Six months, I'm off. So. <laughs> Make sure we send you over a ticket. You come check us out. Give us a review. But we love it. We did a production of Boomerang. Or we're going to do the production of Boomerang. We did the production of Harlem Nights. Um which actually his team had kind of got a sneak peek of. And so we have huge things that I can't even say, but woo, I can't wait to make that announcement. And oh. what I really love about it is I don't have to lose weight for nothing. I get to do whatever I want, exactly how I am. And that's what loving yourself and truly just being confident in who you are and I don't have to be, you know, how they treat plus size women. Oh, you got to wear this and you, you have to have this on. You have to be covered up and you want to make me look bigger. I get to be exactly who I am, stylish, on trend, and can't nobody tell me nothing. And I style all the women in the group. So, and the men sometimes. So that's fun. That's a, that's a challenge, but it's fun. And I love it. I'm excited. No doubt, folks. That's Coco Vaughn here on the Boss Man Show on your radio. We out. Thank you. You all have a good week. No doubt. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.